Hello and welcome to Don't Tell Me What to Do, the astrology podcast. I'm Lisa Kiss, your host, and I'm also an astrologer, teacher, and conscious business guide. This podcast is named after one of my favorite sayings and expressions to live your life. We're all here to experience life in our own unique ways. So keep listening to explore different views of living life through astrology, business, and personal development as we go through the Zodiac seasons together and with our guests. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the podcast. As you can see by the title, I am going to be talking about working a nine to five while running a business. Now, my entrepreneurship journey, I always say I do things upside down and backwards. So (laughs) I worked for myself from ages like just before I turned 21 all the way up to like a few months after I turned 24. So I say around three and a half years, uh, I worked for myself. Now, most of the time people don't work for themselves and then have to go get a full-time job because they live on their own and they have consistent outgoing expenses. So they need a consistent incoming, right? Now, I, most people, how I've seen it happen, and if you are someone who's like me who started a business first, and like then did the nine to five and then like changed their business. Like tell me, like like message me on Instagram and tell me. I'd love to know. But most people fall into the category of they like finish school, whatever they did, or they jump right into working. Um, and then they finish school and they go, they start their job. And then they're in their job and they're just like, ugh, right? <laughs> like, ugh, because what you're doing is you're working at somebody else's dream. Or you're working at somebody else's purpose. That's how I like to phrase it. Like you didn't come up with a business idea that like that you're working for. You just do you do a certain um, task or function within that business so that it operates properly, right? But it's not. Most of the time, it probably will not be your dream business. So then you get the the idea like, okay, I need to I need to start my own thing. So I'll explain my story i'll do some gemini storytelling of the process of how mine worked and how i shifted my mindset because if i did not reframe my freaking mindset towards my nine to five job um things just wouldn't be good like i just wouldn't feel like happy right so i started university and I ended up like withdrawing from my degree program. So I have an unfinished degree. It's one of the best things that I ever did was not finish my degree. But I started my business thinking, okay, I'm 20. I'm like, I'm going to go for it. I'm doing a student grant program that I found out about through my university, but did it with the city that I actually live in and I'm from. And I got a government grant to start a, a business and try it out call and it's for this program if you're in Ontario uh, and you are a student at post-secondary it's called summer company I highly recommend looking into it you get a three thousand dollar grant and it's freaking awesome and like the money that you actually earn from running your business but you don't have to go into like the hole 
or you, it's not like you have to save up to start the business, like you're getting the funds. Like they give you $1,500 at the beginning and they say, here you go, go start your business. I got a camera. I put money on like my my bus pass card thing. I paid for a website. I, what else did I get? I got like a certification for what I was doing, running a social media agency. Like, so I was able to spend $1,500 on startup expenses, ran my business for four months, and then completed the program successfully. You have to track your hours and fill out a log and all of this, right? Because it's like a government grant. And then you get the $1,500 at the end, like, hey, good job. And I use that money to do proper branding of my of my business. One of the best investments you can make is proper freaking branding. And that's another, that's another like tangent I can go on. So I remember telling myself, I had this urge this internal urge, this intuitive thing. I was like, I need to start a business. But I was like, what do I do? What do I do? I don't have a product idea. What am I going to do? What really is entrepreneurship? Like what, right? And I said to myself, and now that I know I'm a 3-5 projector, this sentence makes so much sense that I said to myself, just try it out for four months, complete the program, get the grant money. And if you don't like the business, you don't have to keep running it. You just go back to school and then you you find like a part, you go back to like part-time retail. That's what I was doing before my business, right? Now, now, I, I, I started running my business. It's safe to say I effing loved it. Oh my God, I loved it. It lit a fire within me. <laughs> and I was like, I said to my mom, I said, I'm going to keep running this business. I'm not going to get a part-time job. And she was like, okay. And then a few, like two months into that, I was like, um, I have to leave my university, which devastated her. But I said, I just can't do it. I said, people are paying me to do something. And the school is p- making me pay them to to learn something I already know this is backwards. So I left and I just went full force. The business got the rebrand, you know, went with it. Now I basically, how I say how I started my business, cause you might be thinking like, how do I start a business? Or I really, I like what idea basically what I did is cause I didn't have a product idea or anything like that. Cause I always thought like just from entrepreneurship classes at school, like, entrepreneurship was creating a product, right? And uh, it's not. I'm such a service-based entrepreneur. It's crazy. And um, basically, you tell me any, anything about yourself, like a talent or skill you have, and I could probably come up with a business idea for you. Um, DM me. We can figure it, figure that out. But like, it's just, yeah, I'm kind of losing my train of thought. This happens sometimes. <laughs> so I was like, okay, what do I do for the business? I had been I had been running a blog for the last like three years, and I had just completed three marketing, social media, PR internships with fashion startups. I was like, cool. And I just like I I knew how to basically I basically knew how to be a marketing coordinator for a small company because of these internships, right? And I was like, oh my gosh, that's it. I'm going to take the skills that I have from running my blog and doing these internships, which is like writing skills, marketing skills, social media, just like a whole over, um, all over brand aesthetic. I'm going to take that and instead of doing it for internship credits or just doing it as my fun hobby through my blog, I'm going to charge a business for this and my service will be, you know, 
social media management or like you need help with website updates or you need help like researching this, whatever, that's what I'm going to do. So I made up a little like flyer thing on Canva. One of the first things I made on Canva, I still have it saved because it's so cute. And I had like three packages I created and that's what I put on my business plan to submit for this program. So how I explained it is I monetized the skill that I had. Did I think, like, did I ever think to myself, it's my dream to run a social media agency. It's my dream to be an agency owner. Like, I had no idea what the hell an agency really was. I just knew I had this skill and and business owners maybe didn't. And they're also busy with other things. So I was solving a problem. I was solving a time issue for some people. They don't have time to post on social media. Don't worry, I'm here. Or some people were like, I have no idea what to do. So literally just filling that up, right? So that's what I did. I monetized a skill that I had or I have still, but like I monetized that skill. Three and a half years into it, well, really like three, no, three years into it, two, two, two and a half years into it. I, I went through a whole journey with like becoming a yoga teacher and I did 10 other certifications and I'm an astrologer now and I was like, I can't run a social media agency anymore. I don't like this, but I still kept clients on. I just wasn't marketing myself as a social media agency anymore. And it took me and, – and I I said to um, my boyfriend at the time, I was like, I can't – do this anymore. Like I can't keep trying to find clients. It's killing me. I just want to work somewhere and like use my skills, monetize my skills through a salary and get paid by a company to just, you know, do the marketing, do the work. I don't want to have to, you know, have to find clients and do that, you know, during the day and then evenings and weekends. I'm astrologer Lisa, meditation teacher Lisa, and I'm doing my stuff. And I, and I need to not feel like I'm like chasing because I was at a point where I wasn't making the greatest business decisions because I was like, I'm just not going to do any social media at all. And then I kind of found myself in a little tight situation. So it took me about six months and I finally got the job I'm at now and I got it for a reason, hundred percent. If things are not happening, it is for a reason. I also moved in this in this timeline that I'm talking about. So like when I started about two, three months in, I moved like kind of, I did it quite kind of fast, but it was needed. It was during eclipse season 2021. It happened fast. It was faded. And I, then once I had been living on my own, I think two months in, I, I got the job and it's like, I needed to be in my own space to be able to do this, which is like a whole other story. So here I am doing freelance social and running my business of like astrology and meditation. Then I get this job. So I'm like, okay, I have to stop doing freelance. I'm going to just focus solely on this job and then do my business stuff on the side. I was so mad the first few months working at my nine to five job. I started and I was like excited, right? Like, you know, I was like, okay, because I started in September. So it was like Virgo season. So I got myself on a proper like sleeping and um, like sleeping schedule because I had to get up to like, and it's a remote job, thank God. Like, I don't think I could be going into an office like every day. I couldn't do that. I should say that like it's, it's remote. So like it did feel like what I did previously with like working remotely 
as a freelance social media manager, like it felt really similar, except I had to be on their their time, right? I had to sort of be, I had to be on um, on the computer, signed on to the system from nine to five. And it had to, it had to show that I was on, which don't even get me started how much that bugged me too. I was like, oh my God, they're tracking me. Do they not trust? Like all these things that were very, very like, I was, I had a very negative mindset towards it, right? But when I first started, I got in such a good, like, good habits with sleeping and waking up and doing my morning routine and then starting work. And I was like, yeah, okay. So, but I still didn't like it. I was like, oh, I have to wait till the end of the day until I can do my stuff. Like, this is like, I want to be working on my stuff throughout the day, right? Like, that was my mindset. There's a sound outside. Hopefully you can't hear it. I get so distracted if you listen to enough of these. Every episode, there's a distraction. It is currently an ambulance. So, how I shifted the negative mindset was during coaching session with my lovely coach Nicole, and she mentioned how this is great because I was I was coming out. I should say why she said this is great because I said okay, I did an eight week astrology school. Now I want to try. I forget what I wanted to try. I want to try like a monthly class or something like that. I get all these ideas, right? And what's amazing is that when you have a nine to five job, like my expenses are covered through my nine to five job. And, you know, I don't, this is where it becomes kind of cool where it's like, I don't need to do other stuff. I want to. Like, I want to. My soul wants to. My soul has this drive. And I like, it is almost like a – it's not a need. It's like my soul has to. Like I have to to do like some kind of passion project on the side. But I really do want to. So – but previously, I felt like I needed to um, to work. From, like there was almost a need. Like, okay, I need another client. I need another client. I need another reading. I need another reading. And it's not good because you kind of smell like desperation. And people will totally pick that up. They're like, something's off with her. I don't want to – something's not right. But when you you know that your expenses are covered through a job, right, like through a salary, everything you do outside of that salary is a want. It's like for fun. I take it very seriously though. I have strategies in place for, for what I do in my business. But – it, it just comes down to that I don't have to, I want to. And that immediately changes the way I interact with people, the way my energy is when I do readings, when I do sessions, when I – it just – my energy is different because it's like I'm having fun, I get to do this, and then the energy – like the energy exchange and the investment of, you know, me getting paid to do it – it, it's like, okay, that's just something that happens in the world. It doesn't feel like, oh my God, I need that money like now. Like that's not that's not happening because I, I know everything else is covered. So yeah, there's that. But what it does is it allows you to play with your ideas. If So if everything is covered and you want to run a business, you don't have to, you don't need to, that means you can sort of do whatever you want. You can have a lot of fun and play with things. So I could, you know, 
one season, do an eight-week astrology course, and then be like, oh, that was fun. Now I want to try this, and I can try that, and I can do a four-week accelerator, then a six-month mentorship, and then I can write another book. I love writing books, so many books, book ideas. Then I can do uh, like a, I can record my own course and, and promote that and just have it be a self-guided offering. I could do a two-hour workshop. I could do an in-person meditation class. I could do a a four-week in-person meditation thing. I could go and do a meditation yoga day retreat. I'm like, that's an idea I have with a with a friend. I could have um. Oh man, what else could I do? There's just so many things, right? And all of it is just experimenting and figuring out your flow and figuring out what works. Now, as you're playing around with ideas, though, you have to make sure that you're um, sticking with your pillars, that you are actually trying to formulate a strategy and not just like running something or having an offering and not reflecting back on it and being like, did that work? Did I like it? Did I get good feedback from people? And then taking that. And then figuring out, do I want to do that again next year or do I not want to do this again ever? And this was just like, you know, I have a very experimental approach approach with everything that I do. And I believe you need to try it to know if it really will work. That's me though. I'm a 3-5 projector. If you don't have a 3 in your human design, you probably don't want to do what I just said. But it does allow you the freedom to, or like it's almost like you give yourself grace if you say you are running a course or something and you want like 10 people, like you want 10 people, but you really don't need any of them and you only get three, but you wanted 10. It, it doesn't like really matter. Teach those three babes and rock it and just have a great time with them and, and, you know, build those relationships and have fun with it. And you'll probably, that'll probably give you energy as opposed to your nine to five. I find that sometimes the nine to five is more of an energy taker. It's also just way too long during the day. Like day should not be nine to five. Um, like five days, it just, it's not humans are meant to do that. Like our attention spans are not that long. Um, but when you're doing what you like love to do and it's aligned in your sole purpose, you're going to feel energetically aligned and it's almost going to give you energy. Like when I teach an astrology class, I'm hyper after. I'm like, I'm extremely hyper after and during. But like, am I hyper while I'm doing marketing work during the day? Not really. <laughs> so it's just something I know how to do. It's a skill that I have and I and I, and I I do it. So that's been the reframe, reframe for me. Your nine to five allows you to experiment in your business. Your nine to five allows you to test out your business ideas. Isn't that freaking rad? Your bit like your business is allowing you to try new things. I'm sorry, your job is allowing you to try new things in your business. And I just think that's awesome. You can also, this is how one of my teachers um, she phrased it and it's kind of what inspired me to really like, okay, stop freelancing and just instead of having like five separate people, like you invoicing five separate people for freelance, just find one place. I work on agency and I still have like, I have more than five accounts that I work on and it's basically what I was doing previously, except I just get paid consistently every two weeks from one person. And it simplifies it because again, five invoices for uh, freelancing five energy leaks that can take you away as opposed to just one, right? 
better odds there. But my teacher would say, your business is like your baby, which I love. I'm a Cancer Rising. My business is my baby. My baby is four now though. (laughs) But no, my entrepreneurial journey is four. But like, I just say, like I've been in business four years. I change what I do, but it's, yeah, my, my baby is four. Crazy. And she's like, would you expect a baby to go out and be able to like pay the the heat bill and, and pay the rent or pay the mortgage or like put food on the table? No, you would not expect like a six-month-old to do that. You would not. So that's another way you can look at it too. You can't just expect a business to start and it looks like it's it's like magic, right? And I mean, I do spiritual spiritual stuff. I believe in manifesting. I believe I manifested the area that I live in like so unintentionally. <laughs> well, not unintentionally, like, but I think it's very cool where I live. Like there's a lot of connections to the last like four or five years that I'm like, huh, maybe that's why I live in this area. Like I think I truly manifested this. Um, I live in an, a corner unit apartment, so there's no one on the one side of me. It's blessed. Like I'm blessed that that's a thing and I feel like I manifested just the area that I live. And so I'm, I'm really big into that. But you can't just start a business and immediately expect results. Like that's not – that's not uh, – no. Even for someone as spiritual – like even – I got a Pisces moon. I'm very woo-woo. I'm very dreamy. And I can be a little delusional sometimes. But I know that a business, you can't just start it and it's going to provide for you. Like that's not how it works. Um I mean, unless you have investors, but then that's like a, that's a totally different thing, right? Because if you have invested money in then like, you know, but that might be to pay other people, not, not you, but that's a whole other can of worms that I know absolutely nothing about. And like with investors, you have to probably report some and like actually show that their money is like the money they gave you, you're making them money anyway. But yeah, so I'm, you know, I got a four-year-old that's my business is like a four-year-old and, um, but the thing is, is like, I don't, you still can't expect a four-year-old to do that, right? So yeah, and it, for everyone, it'll be a different age that their business becomes, you know, they can fully rely on their business to provide for them. Now, some people, you might not want to ever have your business provide for you. It's just something you want to have on the on the side. And that's where I'm going to go with also like reframing, you know, working a nine to five while running a business. Say you have a an income goal. Like at the end of the year, like like I'm in Canada, when you file your taxes, the more money you make, like the higher the tax rate is ridiculous. But you that's if you if it's just like sole proprietor stuff I'm talking about. But like let's say you have a goal of making like a hundred thousand dollars a year, right? And let's say you make like sixty or seventy thousand at your your nine to five job. But you really, really want to make six figures. But when you work for someone else, you're going to hit a ceiling. You're going to hit a cap. And you could maybe move to another business that's maybe bigger and maybe go higher. But no matter where you go, you're always going to hit a cap, right? And I always say, why limit yourself? Don't limit yourself. If you have a nine-to-five right now and you're content with your salary, cool. But if you want more and you know you can't necessarily get it where you are, you start a business, you start something on the side because I can tell you this, I, like I have a yearly income goal for this year and I know it won't just come from my nine to five, even though I will push for a raise and everything. But I know I, I just, I don't think it, I'll hit it, but I will hit it with my, um, 
my business stuff. And that's really cool. So, but if you're making like $60,000, at a salary, right? You don't even get all that money because of taxes. But there's a way for you to make thirty dollars to $40,000 with a side business for sure. It won't happen the first year, but you could potentially work up to that and you could be hitting your goal. And then you can also look at things like incorporating so that it's a lower tax rate and, just, you, you know, all of these things. But you could totally do it. Like if, yeah, if you feel like you've hit a limit working for someone else, start your own business. Why limit yourself, right? You could even totally create something that's like a passive income strategy or like, yeah, but again, it lets it, your job gives you the ability to like play with that. But I personally think that, especially like women, I'm just I'm really really big. I, I've seen. I feel like also business gives you this way to like be independent. I got my Saturn and Heaven and Aries, but like it gives you this way to be independent and independently earn an income, right? Like. And you can do, like, some people, you can start a side business, and I don't say side hustle, but, like, you can start a side business, and you could just make an extra 500 bucks a month, and you can just throw that in savings. You can throw that in, like, a trip thing, you know, a trip savings fund, whatever. You can do whatever you want with it, but it's, like, I just, I just think, like, that there's always, like, more. There's always another level for you to hit. You can always, like, grow into something and, and don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself at $70,000 if that's the max your job will ever, ever give you. It's like, oh my God, like, no. What if you have like big net worth or savings goals? Start the side business and hit it. Like all of the money that I make from my business, I save. I don't spend any of it on my expenses. And I even get to use my nine to five um, salary to pay all my personal expenses. And so I don't have a lot of business over, like business expenses and overhead because I run a digital business. But, you know, I have a few thousand dollars worth of business expenses. Like, it's all tech fees when I say things like website hosting, if I need graphic design done, photography, like Zoom fees, like weird things like that. It works out to be a few thousand dollars a year. I don't even have to use the money I make in my business to pay for that. I use my nine-to-five salary to pay for, my, like, all, all of my expenses. And I think that's really cool. And then you're like – your future self will a thousand percent thank you for starting a business. Even if you just do it for a few years and you're able to save money for your future self and invest that and do whatever you need to do with it. Like it's just, yeah, I feel like I'm kind of going off topic from the reframing, the working a nine to five while running a business. But um, yeah, I'm going to go back to the thing with women. I've watched women in my life go through, you know, life changes and pivot moments and, um, I, f I feel like they've I've watched women be in situations where they were potentially financially dependent on somebody else and then they're kind of just like oh, they go through a moment like what are they gonna do and um I just it's so empowering to run something that is yours and I personally like will never be I just I refuse I have my, my ego, this is an ego moment and I have a lot of pride with it, but I refuse, I, I, I refuse to be dependent on, um, another person, um, who like is not my mom who like raised me and everything. I refuse to be, um, dependent on somebody to live and rely on 
them and their earnings. It's like, no, I'm fully a thousand percent capable of running my own thing and earning an income that way and also like working a job, right? But I I just, I've, I've seen it happen and then I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, no. Like I've also seen people go into business with their partners. I don't know how they do that. Like solely just their business with their partners. I personally could never do that. If you do that, like you rock. I couldn't, I couldn't, (laughs) I couldn't do that. But even if you do have a joint investment with someone, like that's cool, but always make sure to have your own thing. I mean, it's definitely in my human design. I have the human design line to be self-employed. It's in my natal chart to tap into this independent thing and do it on my own. That's why I speak in this way. Your natal chart and human design might actually be better if you partner up, right? Um, But I'm just saying like you're just a perspective. Um, Just as a woman and feeling that empowering energy, do your own do your own thing and have it just be yours, right? And if, and if you do have a day job, allow that day job to hold space for your business to like, you know, flow and change and evolve as it needs to. And then something I will say, because my teacher told me this, you have to work on your dream first. And it's kind of hard to do when like the way that society has set it up with that 40-hour work week, it literally almost prevents you, I think on purpose, truthfully, um, it almost prevents you from working on your own dream and they keep you stuck in this like loop. But what you have to do, I'm not a morning person, but every morning before I start work, I wake up, I do morning movement now, I do EFT tapping, I eat my like breakfast, I'm doing seed cycling right now. Um, you know, I make sure I drink my water, I do my emails, and I do something for my business before I start my day job because you have to work on your dream first. And there is nothing wrong with working on your dream first before you start your nine to five. And you just have to like prep and give yourself time in the morning. But you will feel so much better if you do something for your business before you start your your job. Um then you will at the end of the day because you will be tired at the end of the day and you won't have any energy to work on your on your dream. So it definitely, your nine to five gives you the space and the freedom in your business, but make sure you do your business first for an hour every morning before you start work. Like let's say it's nine to five and you work remotely from eight to nine every morning, do something for yourself and for your business that moves the needle forward and yeah, work on your dream first. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'd love to hear from you on Instagram or by leaving a rating or review. It would also mean the world to me if you subscribe to this podcast, if you enjoy today's episode. If you'd like to support the podcast and continue to discover the don't tell me what to do vibration, there are three different ways you can keep listening to these podcast episodes that I put out weekly. You can also purchase the subscription version of the podcast, which is new for exclusive episodes, or you can purchase my book, which has the exact same name as this podcast. 
So with so much love and gratitude, see you very, very soon in the next episode. Mm-hmm.